My best friends, I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are discussing Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros. This book, um, I'm looking at the Goodreads page. It's got a 4.38 out of 5 stars, which is pretty high. For, like, That's, honestly, you know, honestly higher than I thought it'd be. Yeah, same. Because, I mean, later, you know, we'll talk about the things we liked and disliked. But I think this book was a lot longer, which sometimes people don't like. And... Um, a little info dumpy. Well, and like, I think it was like, not overhyped, but I think it was like, mega hyped to the point where we were expecting, I think something different. I couldn't have predicted where it went. I'll tell you that. No. Much. Um, and like some parts, it fell really flat for me. But okay. in other parts, like I was pleasantly surprised. So I'll go ahead and read the summary from Goodreads. Everyone expected Violet Sorengale to die during her first year at Basquiat War College, Violet included, but threshing was only the first impossible test meant to weed out the weak-willed, the unworthy, and the unlucky. Now the real training begins, and Violet's already wondering how she'll get through. It's not just that it's grueling and maliciously brutal, or even that it's designed to stretch the writer's capacity for pain beyond endurance. It's the new vice commandant who's made it his personal mission to teach Violet exactly how powerless she is, unless she betrays the man she loves. Although Violet's body might be weaker and frailer than everyone else's, she still has her wits and a will of iron. And leadership is forgetting the most important lesson Basquiat has ever taught her. Dragon writers make their own rules. But a determination to survive won't be enough this year, because Violet knows the real secret hidden for centuries at Basquiat War College, and nothing, not even Dragonfire, may be enough to save them in the end. Very dramatic. It was dramatic. <laughs> for what happened. I mean, okay, I get it. Yes, there is a looming threat, but I feel like this book was not action-packed enough for that drama. Right no, because, like, even when it was, like, the action, it fell so flat. It did. Yeah, so what would you rate this book? Like an 8.3 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Like, it was still good. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, like, I felt disappointed because it's, like, I had, like, I put this book down a couple times yeah. um, because I just couldn't get into it. I was really bored with the beginning of it. It was way too much new information than it was like answering anything that happened in the previous book. Yeah. And like, I don't feel like anything really happened until we got to like the last 20 pages. No, that's so valid because I mean, I've heard that criticism of, of a lot of people. They're struggling to get through this one and they'll, their complaint is like, I could not put fourth wing down, but yeah. like iron flame, I had to like walk away from it. Uh, because it was like not that great and the thing is I actually was Iron Flame did keep my interest the entire time but I definitely get why people would put it down there were things that were very repetitive um, I yes. would still rate it like an 8.6 out of 10 because I did yeah enjoy it's still it. like a high rating yeah I just think like and we'll go into the things we liked and disliked of course later but um, pretty much it it held my interest still. I'm mostly just excited to see where the series goes from here before I really make a judgment. For sure. Because I just don't know. I think it's not what anyone expected. And it I has mean, people like, nervous. It's a six book series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so which I like, think is wild. I think it's wild that she knows it's going to be six books, but also said she hasn't like... Mapped it out fully. Like hashed it out yet. <laughs> yeah, so... 
interesting because It's like, okay. there are definitely some series that should not be that long. I'm thinking Yeah. of one I'm reading right now and I haven't been able to get through the freaking fourth book because Oh it my God, sucks. Miss Kennedy. <laughs> the Poison We're looking Prisoner at series, you. it starts off so strong and I'm on the fourth book. I'm like halfway through and I can't I do can't it. bring myself to read the fifth one. Oh, I I've can't. not heard good things. It's just frustrating. Ugh. I loved the first three. They were so good. I couldn't put those down. I was so Uh, yeah. invested. And then it took so long to get the fourth one out. And by the time I read the fourth one, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. That was so boring. And then two years later, we get the fifth one. And it's like, I don't even know if I want to Yeah. donate And it's my not even time. the last one. Like, there's more. Yeah. It's like, we don't, we probably could have finished this <laughs> like a while ago. so I am a little worried with fourth wing then if we're like, oh, there's going to be six books, but I'm still not 100% sure what they're going to be about. I'm like, ah. Like, don't get me wrong. I like series, but also like sometimes I, I don't want a series or like if I like make it a trilogy, Yeah. give me a night. Like what Love. happened to trilogies? Yeah. What happened to trilogies? They're so concise. You know, three's such a good little Yeah. number. Three is a perfect amount of books to have in a series. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Agreed. Okay. You know, I don't know. Take notes, everybody. Yeah. And jot that down. Um, as if we have any, like, <laughs> authority <laughs> Actually, on the in matter. the grand scheme of things, don't matter. <laughs> So there's a lot of characters that we're going to talk about this time that we didn't talk about for the last book because they just weren't, I don't know, I don't feel like they were as prevalent as they were in this book. Like some characters, we'll talk about this later, like died out. Like I don't, what happened to them? Where'd Mm -hmm. they Yeah, where'd go? they go? What are they doing? But like others, she did kind of like dive a little deeper on them and they were like a pretty important part of the book. And then we also got about 50 new characters introduced to us. Yes, and some of them I love. And others, I'm like, that was pointless. You know who's like really starting to piss me off though is Miss Violet. Miss Violet Uh, the herself. main character. Oh my god, she's annoying. She is just the whiniest, most like naive and immature main character. Yeah. Like, And and like, we've we've read some bad main female characters before. and I get it to an extent because she is very young. However, nobody wants to read that. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to read this whole, like, insolent little girl, like, No like, one boyfriend wants to won't read talk that to for me. 800 Like, pages. yeah. Like, if it was, like, the first, The first like, quarter of the book and they resolved Yeah it, okay. But, oh, my God. Not only does it happen in the first book, it continues to happen throughout the entirety of the second book. It's, like, Yeah this... really stupid drawn out miscommunication and it's only a miscommunication because she won't ask him questions like it's so beyond frustrating to me I shouldn't have to do that. Well, he drew the line, you know, yeah and we either respect it or we don't. And it's like, that was so annoying, too. It's like, will they? Won't they? Is she going oh to my ask? god Is she not going to ask? Do I love him? Of course I love him. But, like, how much? Do Shut up. <laughs> shut up <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I, I do think she had, like, some cool growth. Yes, Just, in many like, ways, not in the she way has. I want it. Like, I don't know. Like, Yeah. their relationship, I feel like, is still not good. I don't You know, know. I just I hate <laughs> it. I hate the romantic their relationship relationship is so between toxic. them. Yeah. But in terms Like, of, I don't like, even want to read about it. no. 
like her individuality though and like her relationship with her friends I feel like that was beautiful yes what a beautiful thing to read her relationship with Rhiannon her relationship with Liam um love it so strong hate reading about Violet and Zayden yeah no and I'm I'm glad that was like it was the focus but it also was more just like her thinking about him I feel like in terms of them actually physically being together there were not like he wasn't really in the book as much no because they were like separated because he was stationed you know and so the fact that they didn't spend so much time together and like it was still was mentioned and Every single page was so annoying to me. Yeah. I mean, like, just talk to each other. My God. Like, we're seeing her, like, learn how to not break under pressure and how to build relationships and, like, how to, you know, sneakily, like, supply stuff to, like, this rebel alliance. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. Can we focus on that? Why are we still talking about this? Yes. And I think that was something that irritated a lot of people about Iron Flame, specifically. You don't need this man. Yeah. Like, dump him. You know what? By the end of the book, I was like, dump him. I know. I was like, you like, fucking obviously got, you guys were <laughs> not meant to be together. Yeah. I like um, them individually. I agree. And so speaking of Zayden, I do I do like him. I thought something that was cool about this book is we find out uh, he has a second signet because his dragon was previously bonded to his family member. And so... His second signet could, like, very easily get him killed. He can, like, read people's intentions, which is really close to, like, reading people's minds. It did Uh, have me going back through, like, the first book. And it's, like, because, like, I knew she had mentioned the intrinsics. And I didn't think anything of it. Because I'm, mm -hmm. like, oh, and then they killed that guy. End of that. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, no, that was, like, a huge foreshadowing moment. Yeah. Well, because I was sure that, like, when they brought that up, that she was going to come across someone who is secretly an intensic. But yes. it makes sense that it would have to be someone with more than one signet because right. how could you hide it if that was your only Exactly. Power? But then also it's, like, when you go back and read the first book, there were so many times where – she would think something and he would answer it and she'd be like did I say that out loud and like we'd move past it I'm like oh maybe she did say it out loud I don't know but she didn't cool and he responded and like we just glossed over it you know what like pisses me off about that it not the fact that he did it but the fact that he literally he did that and she's still like he is exposing the fact that he has this power to her he's like hey I'm reading your mind right now. And, and she's, she's like, oh, gosh, did I say that? Weird. And also, like, he won't talk to me. But he literally does everything with actions. Yeah. He's just not a man of many words. Okay. No. But also, like, I get that because it's like you can't. Yeah. Because the one time, like, and I bet, I feel like that'd be so hard. Like, you have to fully trust and commit to someone. And, like, he wants to. But also, mm-hmm. it's like, there's a lot riding on him not fucking up. Yes. And also, like, so many people want him dead. <laughs> and it's like, that's the one thing I think that I was annoyed at with Violet, too, is that, like, she was so focused on, like, his worry about her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she, in the end, like, did kind of take his focus away from the bigger picture because he was so worried about her. And it's like, that's not healthy. Speaking of that... Like, what the fuck he did at the end? All because he was worried about her. (laughs) And that doesn't make sense to me. I'm this... Okay, I finished this book almost two weeks ago at this point. 
And the more I've sat with how this book ended, the less and less it makes sense to me. Like from a character development point of view, like Zayden would not do that. In my opinion, the Zayden you've been building up for two entire books, he would not be so fucking dumb. I don't understand it. No. Like, why would he do that? The whole thing, like, even in the second book, they kept saying, like, Zayden, to an extent, will protect you. But if you're not willing to protect your own self, he's not going to put the effort in to do that. And, like, because he was trying to prove his love Mm -hmm. to her so much, like... He was like, yeah, I'll say, like, I'll be there anytime you need me to, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, she was being dumb. Childish. And was feeling like a martyr. Mm-hmm. And was going to just sacrifice yeah. herself. But like, that doesn't surprise me. That's like, that lines up with her character. Yeah, it Like, does. what I've seen so far. Like, yeah, she would but, murder herself for other people's I lives. don't know. It just, it doesn't feel on, I don't know. Like, it does and it doesn't feel on brand for him. Like, yes, he wants to protect her. Yes, he'd do anything for her. But yeah. also... Is that one person worth all of the rest of them? No, because he literally turned himself into the enemy. Yeah. With no plan. Like, but no plan. I don't think he needed to do that. Did no. him doing what? that, like, did that provide any extra power for that her? Like, is also the weird part. Because, like, I was like, how is this making sense logically? Like, I understand if you're like, okay, emotionally, he just was like so overwhelmed. He was like, I have to do something. But logically speaking, how is him like turning himself into Venom going to save her who's dying off in yeah in the because like the room with the wardstone? I don't the understand. Thing. He's like, I need to pull this power so that I can get to her. But then she still ended up having to come to him. Yeah. Like, he didn't- make it that far i don't understand it and i'm like is it just poor writing or did i like did i miss it i'm confused how it all makes sense i don't get it it doesn't it doesn't make any sense and i why, really why did he like do it. that yeah and then beyond I mean, that something that you brought up to me too that is another reason like the ending is really odd if if we are to believe that this is like literally what happened is like then violet had him in her bed yes okay so she sees he's been and she sees his red eyes and shit and he was like yeah the wards are gonna protect you from me because i am this now and then we immediately cut forward to him getting out of their bed and, and then he goes and talks to jack barlow and it's like i'm like sorry business as usual like you just expect me to believe that she was like don't worry yeah. i trust you like get yeah she's like here. come like, on let's snuggle I'm huh? sorry, no, we just, we just fucked up Jack Barlow for being yeah. a venom, which, among other things, yeah. but, like, I don't know, that seems like a poor choice. It's really weird, it doesn't make sense, and it almost feels like... Feels like a dream. Yeah, it does. Or, like, a vision. Unless, it, like, if, if it, okay, so if it's taken to be literal, though... It feels like a character regression. The entire end of the book feels like we're backsliding. Yeah, and it almost feels like he's giving up at the end. Like, that's why he went to go talk to Jack Barlow to be like, can I do anything to change it? And Jack's like, hell no, brother. Like, welcome to the family. And he's like, all right. like Yeah, immediately. Another thing that doesn't line up with the Zayden that, that has been written so far. Like, it just doesn't. 
Well, and I don't think Zayden would have allowed Violet to sleep in the same bed as him. No. Like, he would have been like, no, you need to get away from me because I'm a monster. And then she would have tried to convince him, like, no, you're not. But inevitably, like, I think he would have been like, no, like, this is brand new. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. The whole thing is weird. It's strange. Maybe maybe she knocked him the fuck out and he's unconscious. Maybe, yeah, he's <laughs> actually, like, in the, he's in a prison. Maybe. And he hasn't woken up yet. I, I would know. like that better, I guess. It just, it doesn't track for me. It doesn't. It doesn't add up. But that's okay. We'll see where we go. I guess. I um, guess. Kat, you know, like, I her. yes. She, she's so cunty. She's so cunty. Um, I, yeah, no notes. Love her. It's like, I, I wanted to hate her. Yeah, but I totally get. I, get I was like, no, we're not supposed to, to like her. this bitch. I'm like, no, but actually, she she serves. Yeah, so. and and I think um, Cat and Violet have like kind of a mutual respect now going, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. you you are kind of um, because kind of like cool, kind of great. That's a that's a scorned woman. It's like she yeah. had plans. Yeah, she was she going to be plans. queen. Okay, she and was she going to have a crown. Really good. Yeah, probably. Because, like, she's really good at, like, leading her flyers and, like, people respect her amongst the flyers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, does she have an attitude problem? Sure. Does so she... does Violet. Yeah, but so does Violet. It's like, yeah. Violet almost killed her. Violet, or, like, Kat wasn't going to kill her. So she, <laughs> she thought did, about it. She's a little more uh, reasonable, you know? you know? Yeah, honestly, love her. Love her so much. Can we talk about why? Why is Jack Barlow back? Like, hello? Like, who invited you? Where'd you come from? Why yeah. Why did they dig you out from underneath the mountain? How did they find you? How was your body still in one piece? Uh-huh. Or was it? Or did they just <laughs> sew you back up Are together? Are you a little Frankenstein boy? So this arc, honestly, she, Rebecca Yaros has a lot of writing to do for this to settle well with me. The more I think about it, the less it makes sense. Because it's like, so we revived this man, mm-hmm. right? And it's like some big ordeal. They are like, ta-da, we've mm-hmm. resurrected this boy. And he's like, yeah, I've turned a new leaf. I'm a I'm a good guy now. Literally like, saves Violet from falling off a tower. Violet. Like pretends to be her friend. Why did he do that? I don't and, fucking know. Because then <laughs> Like, that didn't even make a difference later because he didn't even come with them to Erasia. And obviously, it's probably because Zayden could sense that he wasn't bad. But he maybe couldn't, though, because Jack's a villain. Well, yeah, but maybe, I mean, maybe Zayden can still read his intentions. Okay, but then if Zayden could read his intentions, why was he not like, hey, this guy's going to take He still wants to kill you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, I do so know. Maybe apparently he can't read his intentions. And so then Jack's just staying there at the school. I guess no one expected him to do otherwise. But after he saved Violet, wouldn't he try to like weasel his way into coming Yeah, you with would them? think that was like getting into their good graces to yes. be basically a, a, a double agent. But another thing that just doesn't make sense to me is like, are you telling me... Like, that he was Venon to begin with, like, before he even died? Or yeah, did they that's somehow- what they're saying. They said, 
he was bending when he fought Violet on the mat and like shocked her with like that elect like whatever oh, like that yeah. pure energy. Oh yeah. Like, and I always thought that was his signet. No, he was bending at that yeah. point too. And like so okay, so they get back, right? And all of a sudden he's like, haha, I was never a good guy, I'm the bad guy. And it's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. And also what a bitch ass dragon you have for them to not warn the other dragons. Yeah. Someone Someone dropped the ball. Because the dragons, like, at all costs want well, to protect the Well, because Taren was like, yeah, I asked his dragon. His dragon's like, yeah, he's been alive this whole time. I'm sorry. How how are they keeping that secret? And why? Like, why is your your bond with your, like, corrupted rider more important than protecting the veil if you're a dragon? I don't know. The more but I think also, about it, like- the more pissed I am. <laughs> I, I kind of was under the impression, like, when they turned Venom, like, they no longer had a bond. So maybe they don't have a bond and he was, like, controlling, like, the dragon. Because didn't he make his dragon, like, fly into the wards or whatever and it, like, sacrificed itself to take it down or whatever? That did happen. So maybe he yes. can control the dragon? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of unclear. Yeah. No, I did kind of forget about that. So maybe that specific thing makes more sense if he took over, like basically prevented the the dragon dragon from saying anything. The dragon had like milky, empty eyes. And I'm like, oh, maybe it like scrambled its brain. And yeah, somehow like used their their bond that they did have. Because wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because what happened at threshing then? At threshing, did he just all of a sudden control that dragon from the get go? But at what point did he become a venom? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. And why him? Where like where did you go? And why is he why is he so important that they wasted because he said, resources to revive him? Like even if he is a venom, why yeah. is he so important? Like there's well, other venom. said like there's other venom within the school. Yeah, so why why him specifically? What makes him so special? I don't know. It's going to have to be some good writing. We've got a lot of ground to make up here. Because mm-hmm. at this point, I'm just like, it's not even like, ooh, there's so many theories. It's so exciting. It's like, no, no it doesn't make I sense. I think that was bad writing. It's raising red flags for me. For me personally. <laughs> Let's talk about Yale dragons. Okay. Because I was like in the first book, like, oh, and Arna's so cute. No, I love what a bitch. I love her. Teenager Andarna. And I she's never want so her to grow funny. up. I love her. She's, she's so funny. Yeah. But also, like, what a brave little toaster she is, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's so brave. And she's... She's so brave. She's gimpy. She's got her little broken wing. Oh, yeah. That's very, She like, said, that's not going to stop symbolic. me. I love that, yeah, she's got her broken wing and Violet's got her, like, um, broken ligaments. Broken bones. Yeah. <laughs> I love the symbolism there. I do, too. Like, And the fact that, like, Andorna, like, other. waited to hatch mm-hmm. until Violet, yes. like, came of age and stuff. That's like, oh, interesting so first fuck. of all, the fact that you're aware in the egg yeah. is yeah. pretty interesting. I thought that was cool. And I was like, is that specific to Andarna? Is that, like, all dragons? And also, it's like, she just didn't hatch for 500 years. Was no one worried? You know? Like, did no one... <laughs> Did no one question this old ass egg? Yeah. 
Which is also funny, too, because, like, not funny, haha, -ha, but <laughs> her parents are dead. So, like, did she, she <laughs> waited so long to hatch, her parents never even got to fucking meet her? Is that what happened? Yeah. Because um, they always told sad. her, like, her parents died mm -hmm. before she hatched. And she was like, oh, you must be my dad now. And I'm like, okay, but wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where did they find sad. you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm assuming, like, the veil is, you know, like, all the so dragons kind of live together. Are they saying Coda is, like, the the oldest dragon and he's the only one that truly or the elders i guess there's the elders yeah. um so the elders are the only people who know who About she truly is okay. yeah i believe so and they're just keeping dragon secrets yeah i mean i guess there is like politics in in the dragon world as well interesting it is interesting i do I love that dynamic of this book the only thing is i feel like i didn't get any information about the dragons though because no it's we like, don't taryn kept saying sorry taryn kept saying like it's dragon business like i even keep secrets that you don't know and it's like okay is it because you as a writer also don't know or are we going to dive into that later <laughs> That's true. That That is a little worrisome. I was hoping that they do legitimately like, so have a fully lore. fleshed out dragon civilization that we're I going to find out more. I need yeah, to if know she, more about them. If she never writes it, then I'm calling bullshit and that sucks. But I'm hoping at this point that she will explain. <laughs> what do these dragons do? So, you know, it's it's controversial, but... Dane eight, I fear. Um, I am loving Dane's little redemption arc was everything. I'm eating it up. I'm kind of a Dane girly now. Yeah, like uh, as I, much as I hate to admit that, that's against yeah. my will that I started liking him again. But yeah, because the first book I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> um, no, I love him. But also, I, I do like that it shows what, like, a manipulative parent, His how, like, how that can change the dynamic of, like, yeah. what we think happened. Because he, it turns out, I mean, we didn't know in the first book, but he had no intention of being a prick. He just was being used as a pawn. And it turns out he does genuinely, I mean, from what I've seen in Iron Flame now, um, I think he does genuinely care for and cherish his friendship with Violet. And, and I, I, I love that. He does understand that he went a little overboard on the whole protective thing. Yeah. And like he does apologize. And I love that he apologizes. And like, does that still sting a little bit? I'm sure. And mm -hmm. like Violet obviously doesn't fully forgive him either. Right. And I understand. Which she that. shouldn't. Yeah. But, but I did he like was the panicking. Progress. Yeah, yeah, like I love the progress too. It's growth. It's it's everything I want to see. You know how I feel about Dane now is how I hope to feel about, about Tamlin. About Tamlin, yes, in the Avatar yeah. series, because they're like everybody fucking hates his guts at this point. But it's like if he in put his forth mind, the effort, he probably also thought he was doing the right thing. I'm sure he did. And yeah, like, you know, you start to see at the end of um, Akawar, I believe yeah. it is, mm -hmm. that he is realizing he's kind of fucked up and he's got some ground yeah. to make up for. Uh, well, so even when Reese, like, went to go see him, like, in Frost and Starlight, 
Reese was like, I'm like, we're willing to forgive you. And yeah. he's like, but we'll never forget. Yeah. And so which I do think is that perfect. whole thing was to pave the way for yes. his redemption. Yes. Anyway, uh, back you, to. You know, we just love making parallels. We love. So um, many parallels. Yeah. We love comparing different books to each other. So we, we digress. Um, I I do. I am excited to see what happens with this character. However, I do fear that he may, he may be leaving this world at some point. Like he's going to sacrifice himself somehow for Violet. Yeah. Um, we're going to love him again. He's going to have redeemed himself and then he will die. I, I do think we're going to be losing him. Yeah, which does make me sad in advance That's because I really am <laughs> kind of feeling for him again, you know? Yeah, like all he wants is Violet's forgiveness and it's going to end up getting him killed somehow. Yeah, well, I think she'll definitely grant it to him and then he'll be ripped Like away. as he lay dying in her arms again. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, all right, speaking of dying in her arms, Liam's little sister, Sloane. Wow, what? A little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she is so, like, okay. She's so mean. <laughs> when she's about to cross the parapet and Violet's like, I have to help or whatever. And all of a sudden she's like, you're the fucking bitch. Who I was like, whoa. She was like, I hope Malik doesn't come into your soul and I uh, hope you rot in hell. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was immediately like, yikes. I was flabbergasted. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. But the the letters, I love the fact that, that was first so sad. of all, it was sad, but also what a power play <laughs> to be like. I know she's like, "Well, until fucking you fucking train. start trying." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was badass. I Looking that. for these, um, yeah. But then it's awesome that as she reads more and more of the letters, she realizes, understands. yeah, what's going on. I thought that was really cool. She understands Liam's love that he had for Violet and, like, that their friendship genuinely was Yeah, like, they're not there. enemies. Yeah. And she just assumes that they are enemies, like, right out the gate. And I understand why, but, yeah. like... Uh, I mean, she... Yeah, I, I think I probably would have also been probably in that same boat, I think. Yeah. Also, like, crazy siphon power. Like, that's nuts. She can just suck the power right out of people. So I'm wondering if that'll be a good weapon against, against the, the venom. venom. Because they kind of do that, too. Yeah. If you suck well, she the power out of the venom, do you turn venom? I don't know. But I feel like that's going to be a very interesting signet to have. Mm-hmm. Also, so fucked up what Violet's mom does to her at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is wildly messed up. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you dumb bitch. I killed your brother, like, and your mom. What are you going to do about it? We're <laughs> going like, to talk me. about Lilith. Um, <laughs> She's questionable. And, like, she was so fucking scared the whole time. She was just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And yeah, I mean Lilith. I feel like Lilith was trying to really like, force her hand, her, and I get it. But yeah, goddamn, the methods were brutal. Yeah, I also really liked Sloane's um, 
I like Sloane's growth as well. I think it's hilarious that she is so bad at fighting. Yeah, because Liam was like the top in their class. They're like, Jesus Christ, she's going to die immediately. (laughs) Worse than Violet. Like, she can't even, like, use her wits that well. I mean, like, she's not dumb, but she's not, like, wise. Uh, So, yeah, good Lord. She She needed the intervention. Dangling by one hand off her dress. Like all uh, the way through, yeah, uh, the threshing and you know she's what, something. She pulled through, little fighter, Love and her. now she's got a badass power. You know who's a real ride or die? Still, it's Rhiannon. She is too good to Violet. I was gonna say Violet almost doesn't deserve her. She doesn't. I know. Like, don't come for me. I know Violet's trying her best with what she has. But she's not she a good friend. She was a friend bad friend. She's not a, really a good friend to anyone this book. Like, she is no. so, so hyper-focused. Well, for one, she's hyper-focused on the rebellion, which I get. Like, you're in a, a fucking war. But, like, then she, the rest of her energy she spends on her fucking little toxic-ass relationship with Zayden. And I'm like, maybe if there was, like, less of that taking up your mind you could make room for focus your- on your friendships yeah your your literal ride or die friendships like people who and it's like sacrifice themselves for you re is such a badass too like section leader matthias get it girl like yeah. she's running the show mm-hmm. she's demanding respect as she should she's climbing the ranks yeah and then she still has to be a good friend and yeah. she is able to do all that and more. Mm-hmm. What's your excuse, Violet? What's your excuse? Um, oh, your boyfriend s- won't won't just tell you things that he doesn't even know that you want the answers to because you won't ask a fucking question. Cry about it. Boo. I actually have seen like a lot of really interesting theories regarding Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. Um, and some we'll talk about later, but one that I actually just thought of was that whenever they first crossed the parapet, you know how Violet gave her like a boot and shit and whatever, and they got mm-hmm. to the other side and like or no, they they hadn't even crossed yet. Violet gave her, her boot and Zayden like was looking at both of them. He's like, You two know each other? And so people are wondering if, like, Zayden and Rhiannon somehow knew each other or if she's From been, the rebellion. Like, interactive with the Rebellion prior to. Yeah, and he's like, you fucking know Violet Sorengale? But also I think that maybe is just because, yeah, he's like, why are you giving her her boot? Like, do you know each other? But it kind of feels like it. there is more to But she also question. wasn't afraid to, like, stand up to Zayden either. Which and is so, kind of weird behavior for, like, a first year. And so I'm going to expand more on this in Theory Corner because I'm actually just making some connections in my head just now. So we will circle back to this. Yeah, we'll circle back. Okay. So Sawyer, um, oh my God, he lost a fucking leg. Best piece to Sawyer's leg. I I mean, I thought for sure that he was also going to be dead. So, you know, I thought he was done. you're, You're good. You're like, good. you can still ride a drag. He lost a leg, right? Yeah. It, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't an arm, right? No, it was a leg, and I think it wasn't the full leg, so he can still hold on to it. That'd dragon. be all right. Yeah. He can get a saddle like uh, Violet has. Dude, they're going to give him a sick-ass peg leg, and he's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got it. Jacinia can't hear, and he can't walk, and together they make one full person. Yeah. Um. Which, speaking of, 
love Jacenia with Sawyer. I love their relationship. Um, She's but just a good character. she might be like top three favorite characters for me. Yeah. What I think is a really cool, just a, a nice contrast to like the the strengths that the writers have in the writer's quadrant is the fact that she is just as important to this war that they're fighting. But, you know, she's yeah. using that scribe knowledge that and Violet, you know, obviously has a little bit of both. But I think it's just a really nice contrast because she adds so yeah. much to their um, rebellion effort and just well, the fact that she's so brave. And yeah, that's them. the thing. Like, I love that she knows in her heart of hearts what's right and wrong. Like, she, mm -hmm. it didn't matter what they were doing. She was like, I want to be a part of this. I'm going to do whatever I can to make it happen. Yeah. Like, where do I need to go? She's like, put me on the back of that dragon. We're going to Arisha. Yeah, she's so fucking brave, dude. I love her. And, like, she, I mean, she helped a lot with decoding, like, the journals and, like, just getting them in and out of, like, the scribe quadrant and the library. Getting them like, into the, the king's, like, vault or yeah. whatever. She's um, like, hey, we could all die, but, like, follow me. Yeah, she's like, I know that I'm the only one who can do this particular role, and I will do it, and I'll do it proudly. And I'll do it flawlessly. Yeah, perfect No execution. one suspected a thing. No, because, you know, quiet little Jacenia. She yeah, never. I love that she like kind of hides behind that little facade. It's cool. I know. She's a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. I wish we had gotten more of her. I can't wait to get more of her. I'm sure that we will. Because I feel like Sawyer is definitely kind of like a placeholder character. Like he doesn't really serve a purpose necessarily. Same yeah. thing with like Riddick. Riddick is just like the comedic relief. Yes. And he, he and does, I do like, like them, but I'm also worried that they might not make it to the die. end i just wish we would dive deeper into like their pasts maybe because like we don't know anything about them besides the fact that they're like friends with violet and mm -hmm. like where did they come from what do know. they do <laughs> but if we get more um like context i will absolutely eat it up i really like their characters even though they are kind of surface level i really like their dynamic together like their whole uh uh squad their iron yeah. squad i fucking love them together when they were holding out against the torture together that was a yeah. pretty powerful um development Dude, the torture seems like <laughs> that was crazy they were intense and i will um, say for violet too like she was a she was a baddie for that like withstanding the torture never once saying anything about it like what a boss move. Yeah. She's very strong. She's very strong. For as whiny of a little bitch as she she's is, very she's strong. very strong. But, I mean, speaking of the torture, let's talk about Liam. Yes. I was so shocked. Up. And that's interesting, you know, because it's like, oh, you could write it off as, you know, Violet was under duress. She was just hallucinating. No. But he showed up twice. There has to be... There has to be more to this. Well, story. and he was like holding her. Mm -hmm. Like she, she could feel, feel him. him. Yeah. And like he he kept saying, like, Malik sent me, like, Malik knows I'm here. Yes. And like And it goes back to like what you said when we did Fourth Wing Theory Corner of like, if the gods are mentioned this much, they are going to actually be play a role later. in the story. Yeah. They matter. So 
That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, her being able to see him or him showing up one way or the other, like, I do think this is going to be very important. Like, this is not the last time we'll see Liam. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is very exciting because yeah. I did think it was very brutal of her to just take him from us like that. Yeah. Um, and so I'll take any any scrap she's willing to give at this point. Anything we can get. Yeah, I don't think that he'll be around often, but I think when he is, it will be pivotal. You know? It's almost like a guardian angel type role, which mm-hmm. is what he was to her when he was living, too. He was yeah. her guardian. And oh. so um, I don't know if it's her being able to see dead people or if it truly is Malik. And that's sending people yeah. for her, which is like another thing we're gonna have mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah, theory, when we theory get to theory, about corner, to be lit tonight. We're elaborate a couple more characters. So, Lilith Sorengale, complex character. Yeah, and I'm kind of frustrated as a reader because I'm just like, am I supposed to be convinced? Like, she's just changed her ways. Yeah, like, oh, you do care. Then what have you been doing? Like, yeah, it's like you're literally you... contributing to the problem actively. Like, I guess I don't understand because she's telling Violet, right, that she's like, why well, put you in the writer's quadrant? Because I knew they'd take advantage of you as a scribe. And it's like, okay, but, but... <laughs> like you still like knew about all this. Like, what have you been doing to actively prevent it? And so it's I don't like know. Nothing. I don't know if we're going to get more later because, yeah, that's my thing is like, truly, what have you been doing? Yeah, it's like, as like an you, inside agent or whatever. You what haven't have really you been, been doing? aiding the rebels at all that like, we you know struck of, a yeah. deal with a child and was like, let me whip the shit out of your back and I'll allow these kids to live kind of as long as you keep my daughter safe. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm just not. I don't love like, I don't that's love shitty. Her. The whole missive at the end from Nolan where it was like, we haven't found a cure and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, okay, so obviously she's been like toying with finding a cure for the venom. So either they're experimenting or like someone she loved is a venom or somehow she is like related, like in relations with the venom. Yes. But it's like, in what way? And it's like, you you say you love your kids and shit, but... But you you don't show... Like, she did not show it at all until she sacrificed herself at the end. And I'm like, that's not enough for me. I Like, like, it's just not enough for me. Well, and like, the whole missive at the beginning where... Or, like, right before that where it's like, um, the only way I'll go out is by, like, protecting my children or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that also pissed me off because... Not really. Like, the way that General Sorengale talks about her dead husband, it's like, she's like, fuck him, he was weak, he was a scribe. And then there is that, like, note she's of, like, like I love my that love, man. my heart, my life. Like, okay. Well, okay. so I actually have some theories about that as well. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. We'll talk about that then. Because she's pissing me off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at What kind of faculty... Are we hiring at this establishment? Yeah, because they're evil as fuck. Like, I gotta tell you. I'm sorry. What committee was like, we need this man here now? Yeah, they're like, um, he seems like he's good with 
with kids. <laughs> Not that they're literally children, but they may teaching as well is, be. Teaching is his passion. He's like here for the younger generation, you know. Um, so, like, Barish has to be Venom, right? It seems, I mean, he's evil enough to be. Because it's like, Jack was Venom, and he kept saying, like, other people were Venom. Because, like, that guy that, like, murdered their friend or whatever at the beginning when he thought it was Violet, like, he was Venom, yeah. for yes. sure. Yes, and it would make sense because Varish is the one who basically, like, organized Jack's, like, revival. So it would make sense if he but was how, also Venom. How did they never notice? I guess, like, it's I don't like, know. Sometimes, like, if it's, like, a newly turned Venom, like, their eyes aren't always red it's weird though because she could immediately but tell it was zayden they also kept saying like how like looking into his eyes was like looking into like deep black pits and so maybe his eyes were just so dark that they couldn't notice or maybe he's not truly a venom but something he's aiding them related because what again it's just like a, it could be bad writing i'm not sure yet it's too early to tell but like <laughs> Nobody could tell Jack was a venom either. But then they just kept saying his eyes were bloodshot. Yeah, and then like suddenly with Zayden, like she took one look at him and like he had he red had... rings around his eyes. Yeah, so I just don't fucking get it. I think it's, it's inconsistent. inconsistent. Yes, yes, it is, and it's frustrating. I'm tired of it. Anyway, I hope he rots in hell. Truly, um, that guy yeah. sucked. Hate him. Um, and then last but not least, we do have Mira and Brennan. Dude, Brennan's sus. I don't know. I don't trust that guy. I I don't trust that guy. I haven't really suspected him of anything yet, but he's not telling them the full story. That's fair. He's we're not getting the full story. And also he was in love with Nolan Nolan. Mm -hmm. I do double down on that. Yeah. Um I could see that. Absolutely. They were lovers for sure. Nolan sacrificed himself to resurrect brennan as well yeah it's like, so it's like okay else would have done that you were clearly fucking well and like um, brennan was also like nailing was my friend amongst other things and i'm like okay like what other never, things and they were roommates they were roommates um so, yeah i don't know i think we're gonna get more from brennan and it's not gonna be good that's interesting i haven't like gotten that vibe but I think oh, that I would have. be an interesting turn for sure. I think it's going to be one of those things where, like, what he's doing, he thinks it's for the greater good. Like, and Dane and book one. not being the greater good. Yeah, I could see that. Like, he's keeping secrets because he thinks it'll protect people. But yeah. it'll backfire, maybe. Like, I think Naylin, I still think Naylin maybe is a Venon. Mm -hmm. And he's keeping that a secret. And maybe Brennan is, you know, still so, loves yeah. him so much that... He let he's him gonna go. try. He's gonna try to like redeem him from that, but it's gonna like backfire or something. Yeah, I do yeah. think that's what's but, gonna happen. What if Nalen is like the sage? I that see that's what I'm thinking. Okay, holy. Sh like holy I think he's like, gonna be like a higher ranking. Yeah. Like Ben in here. Yeah, because he would have had to draw a lot of power to successfully resurrect Brennan. So, um, yeah, interesting. Love that. And then lastly, just want to touch on Mira. Love her. Think it was so funny that as soon as she saw Brennan, she punched him in the face. He deserved oh, yeah. that. 
Um, that was the most reasonable thing that happened in the entire book. Yeah, only thing that made sense, you Love know. that. Love her. I, you know, she also redeemed herself in my eyes because, like, this whole time, like, Violet kept telling her, like, like, what if things were happening this way? And she's like, well, they're not. And she's like, okay, but I'm, like, trying to nonchalantly tell you that they are. And Mira's Mm -hmm. like, you must have fucking hit your head because I know you're not talking Yeah. about this right now. She's like, girl, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. And Violet's like, yeah, actually, I think I must just be really tired. And she's like, yeah, that must be it. And then immediately felt super bad, like Yeah. any good sister would. And then, like, did her most to help out. And, like, She that's did. all She you was can like, do. hey, That's all I you was can wrong. do. You tried to tell me. Honestly, that, that was a homie for real. Yeah. Good sister. Um, I did see something very interesting about Mira and her signet, because they kind of talked about it a little bit more in book two, how, like, basically she can expand what already exists of the ward. She can't make one, Mm -hmm. Yes. but she, like, has them already existing in her, basically. And so someone pointed out, like, what if, like, Zayden and Dane aren't able to read her intentions because she is a shield? Yeah, she's, like, expanding the ward to herself, basically, like, over her own mind. It's like, I don't think she has anything nefarious planned, but, like, if she did, she'd be the best person to be able to do that. I just want to believe that I want to believe the best, she would though. not. Yeah, so that's the characters. Violet's dad is still So dead. many characters. Yeah, he's he's been dead, He's still dead. uh, but he could still be alive secretly. We don't know. Um, some notable people to mention that we're not going to talk about, obviously, is General Melgren and King Tari, and also Cam. I did forget to write about Cam. Mm. Oh, Cam. Let's talk He's about probably him really a quick. really important one to talk about super Yeah, fast. because he's new. So um, the king's son, who secretly joined the writer's quadrant. However, <laughs> what's interesting about that is like, oh, no one came looking for you, though. well, he said he was on like a birthday escapade or whatever. Yeah, But like still, but no like, one knows where you are. <laughs> really? Yeah, I I think I think he's there. I think the king might know. I think we've got some double crosser potential here. I think the king is like figure out what they're up to. Mm -hmm. But also, if that's the case, why couldn't Zayden see that in his intentions? You know? Yeah. Well, maybe the king is like, yeah, figure out what they're up to. But Cam is like, okay, sounds good, dad. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm He's like, holy actually shit, this is here. bad. Yeah. He's like, maybe he doesn't agree with his father at all, which I mean, Well, is kind obviously of the vibe he I'm doesn't, getting. yeah, So. because he knew about the venom and was like, yeah, I'm here to stop it. And Violet's like, oh, shit, okay, Yeah, that's cool. so his intentions Um, would be pure then if, if Zayden read them. it just, it felt like a really weird character to throw in. Like, Yeah. the only purpose he really served was to get the journals. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that Violet and Dane knew him in childhood, though. Yeah, that, see, I felt like we were going to develop more on Yeah. that because I'm like, did you have, like, a romance? Like, Yeah, because I don't I was think kind that of getting they that did. vibe, maybe. I felt like it was that they were only ever friends. I mean, unless they had, like, at one point, like, a little, like, fleeting crush Like a on tryst each other as young or something. kids, you know, Yeah. like, te young teenagers. I don't know. I don't know. It was just, it was weird to me that they kept, like, going back, like, I've known them since childhood. And even, like, her mom was like, oh, my God, Cam, like, what are you doing here? I I don't know. I'm interested to see where we go because... It just left a lot to be desired. Yeah.
And and that's kind of what I think in general, the main complaint is of Iron Flame is like, it just left so much unanswered and only added more questions. Yeah, for sure. And so it was kind of disappointing. But let's talk about some things that we liked. Let's be positive for a little bit here. Yeah. So I I loved the professors in this book. And I thought it was really, really cool how, like, they kept kind of dropping hints Mm -hmm. on, like, hey, I know you're rebels and I support you. Yeah. And, like, here's how I'm supporting you. Mm -hmm. I really did like that, too. Even in book one, like, there was a lot of foreshadowing, like, the professors knew Violet was kind of like the key to what yeah. was going on. Um, I'm thinking of like Professor Kaori, the dragon. I professor. love Professor Kaori. Yeah. And how like basically the conversations were like very like pointed at Violet. And same with the mm-hmm. uh, like battle brief and everything. Um, so anyway, so like the weapons master, like he was super cool. And like, I love that he continued to like train those people, like even after they left. And then yeah, like the battle briefs instructor, like she was probably the best, like the biggest OG out of all of them. Like Mm -hmm. she made it happen. And really went against um, Professor Markham, the the scribe dude, like went against his like bullshit and was like challenging like yeah she was like violet easy pay attention yeah because violet even knew she was like oh this was not a fake like propaganda thing like marco's thrown off and is trying to discredit it and yeah like i just thought that was really interesting I did think it was so sad that Kaori didn't go with them. He's like, yeah, I'm for- my place is here amongst the Empyrean. I'm like, with the dragons! So he loves those dragons so much. And I think the dragons love him. I think, I think they, they do too. I think they like Kaori. So Nolan, the healer that has healed uh, Violet her entire life, basically, fucking betrayed the shit out of her. And... It as much as that like hurt, I thought that was like really an interesting plot point because like Violet, I think she's got a lot going for her, but she is naive. She is she is young. And so just like that lesson of you can't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. Like he is the reason she got fucking tortured. It's just wild. I was betrayed. I felt betrayed. Yeah. Like, it was visceral. Like, reading that scene was... I think that's was the like, best scene in this tell book. the truth, like, it would all be over. And it's like, damn. As heart-wrenching as that scene was, I think it was the best in the entire book. Because not only did we get, you know, that little piece with Liam. Liam came to see her. But also, that's where we really started to see the redemption for Dane. Yeah. And I just thought like that that point in the story was so pivotal and going forward like that made such a big difference in like my view of so many of the the For main sure. characters. And also like you mentioned how Violet just like held out against that torture. Like that whole like, scene. Oh my god. It was also like just so good. That was probably one that like really like drew me into the book. I was just like, holy yeah. shit. The whole time it was happening, I was like, I'm I was like, I'm devastated on the but edge I can't... of my seat. Yeah, like I could not look away. It was amazing. 
I love that. You know, I also, I liked the way the smut was written in this book. Yeah. So I feel like in book one, like it got very Wattpad-ish. Mm-hmm. It was real fast, like right off the bat. Yeah, like it got really cringy. Yeah. And like in this one, like there really wasn't a lot of like romance aspects to it. And I liked that. It was like a very small part of the book, but it was so tastefully done. And it was so um, like symbolic. Like I, That's like, the word I was going to use. Yes. Because I think there's only two scenes. Yeah. In the entirety of Iron Flame, which it was the perfect little sprinkle, sprinkle amount. Right. But both times were very purposeful and very symbolic. Yes. I thought that was just very, very well done because it it does start to kind of unfold what I think is going to happen with Violet. I think it's foreshadowing like her and her purpose in these books and like what's going to be happening to her in the future. And also just like her standing with Zayden as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a very beautiful scene that she wrote. And also you're coming off some like really high emotions from like the prior scene, like her and Kat battling it out, like almost killing each other. You kind of start to see yeah. her almost unravel a little bit because she <laughs> yeah. can't control her like, emotions. What's going on. Yeah. And so I don't know. I I thought it was really good. I liked that it there wasn't a lot of like romance aspect to yeah, it. Yeah. I think we should keep this like this amount because truly, like we said earlier, less is more sometimes. Less is more, especially when what what we're being given of the the romance in this book is not it. Like in general, it's not it. They're yeah. they're back and forth, they're miscommunication, they're whining, like, uh-uh, I don't want it. But if we could just keep the meaningful parts of it, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I just know that yeah. I felt like it's that not was perfect a right meaningful here. romantic scene. Yeah. I like yeah, the two that we get where they're they're actually intimate scenes, they serve a purpose. And I think that's it doesn't take away from the the story yeah. in that way. And I think that's really cool. Because again, not to not to compare, but we love to draw parallels. And there are some <laughs> scenes in like Akawar, for example, the third book in the Akatar series. It takes you out of the book. It takes you straight out the moment. Like we just we are in a war. Like you literally just fought a battle. People are dying. And this is what we're doing. And like I'm it, it takes bang away. it out to the sounds of the dying. Yeah. yeah. And I mean it, it and happens. they do. I'm not. I'm not coming for uh, the authors that that accidentally make that mistake. But it's jarring as a reader, and it takes away from the story rather than adds to it. it. Does. So, it just finding that balance is so important. And sure. it was perfect in Iron Flame. I loved it. Um, and also another thing that's <laughs> we got to respect her for. She kept killing people. She stay killing them characters. She is not going to let us. It's not she, the right ones. Like, I mean, no one's safe. I love that aspect, to be honest. You just don't know who you can get attached to. I personally love to be heartbroken when I'm reading. You know, it's my own my own little form of sadism, I suppose. But, or not, <laughs> <laughs> not sadism, is masochism, right? Masochism. Which, yeah, my own personal form of masochism that I love when a book just devastates me. Love it. 
Uh, so yeah, keep that up. Um, so we are going to talk about some things that we did, not necessarily even things that we didn't like, but maybe some things we have some additional questions or some concerns about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will be answered in future books, who's to say. But for now, I am left wanting. I mean, the obvious one to start with was their back and forth with the arguing. Yeah, we've and we've, hit that we've talked about it. So that's um, one. <laughs> one thing that, like, just really, really bothers me, again, is that we've added so many characters but we did not focus on the side characters we were already given. Mm-hmm. So, like, Bodie and Garrick, those are, like, Zayden's right-hand men. Yeah. And, like, we got a little bit of Bodie and, like, some additional dialogue with a him. A tiny bit, yeah. But it wasn't enough. No. And, like, I don't know anything about him. And I want like, to. They talked about, like, this whole romantic aspect between, like, Imogen, like, loving Garrick and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That, like, went down the drain in book two. Like, yeah. didn't get any of that. We really didn't even get Imogen at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like... And she Garrick... was developing a friendship with Violet, too. Right. So, like, oh. And it's like, right. Garrick was non-existent. So they go into battle, and we know Imogen and Garrick are there. But, like, where was Bodhi? He wasn't even, like, mentioned during it. Yeah, like, was he even there? I don't know. Interesting. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, a, a part of this is I feel like in this book, there was little to no character development. Um, the only like character building we truly got were from like brand new characters who were only introduced in Iron Flame. And it's like the whole thing with like the flyers, for example, besides the runes, they didn't really serve a purpose. And, and in fact, like the whole... they they contributed to an unnecessary problem with like getting yes. the flyers up the mountain path. Yeah, it's like up that uh, people died to do that. And then it's like they just hated each other. And eventually they did build like a bond, but it's like, why are yeah. they there? And it's yeah. like the whole storyline with Takaris. Like, mm-hmm. what was that? I don't know. Like, I have nothing. Like, I, d- I don't understand why we wrote it in. Like, he didn't really help them. He gave them the luminary, but that was it. And like Is that he gonna was made come to be such back? a big deal. Yeah, because they were like, "Oh, he's gonna keep Violet forever," and she just like did it. She fought, and he was like, "Okay, never mind then." <laughs> but you gotta take these kids, take these damn kids with you. He's like, "I right, man, I am tired of them eating all my snacks." I tell you what, like what did it just an unappeasing man like he's gross like he's just he's a weird character and like they kept saying how like Zayden's dad made the mistake of allying with him to begin with but they don't say why it was a mistake yeah so I guess like maybe he's gonna come back in later books because as of right now he does feel really useless yeah Um, I don't know one thing that I guess was interesting about that scene was like Violet's realization basically that the stone or whatever that the pit was made of, like, basically prevented the venom from being able to, like, because it already had, like, magic drawn from it or whatever. I couldn't, I, I couldn't really, like, off the top of my head tell you what was going on, but I like, feel like that'll come back later. That seems like it was important. thing with the floating box. Yeah. Like, oh, the floating sh- box. What was that shit? Don't understand that. But I was thinking, like, maybe with the stone, like, they could build some kind of, like, shields or something. Yeah, like, you for know, sure. Like, maybe that'll come back. But the floating box thing is... 
That was weird. Weird. It was an heirloom of my father. Okay, why does your dad have that? Anyway, um, so we don't we don't love that as of right now. Maybe we will in the future. So something I felt was very like not well put together was like the whole thing with them getting the journals. So I do know like the journals like had that stupid fucking riddle in them <laughs> and whatever. And like we didn't really ever figure out what that was. Not to do this again, but I'm sorry. It's giving like the fucking riddle in it's Akatar. Giving, I, I was like, maybe I am stupid because I didn't even figure that one out <laughs> until the very end. Figure now I had to lay the book down for a second because I'm like, oh, I'm the dumbest bitch alive. <laughs> You're like, what is love? I've never. I felt was it. reading off of vibes alone, and I'm like, what could it be? <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I like. I'm so tired of them repeating this riddle. I don't give a fuck anymore what it is. Like, someone just tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Just tell me what it is. And also, where did the other one go? Where did the other, where did the other book go? Why are we only worried about this one man's journal? Where is the other journal? Well, and it turns out it, like, comes back to bite them in the ass because this man was like, ooh, I'm going to, like, be all secretive and keep the information from people. But the other one... And this other lady is like, Was like, no, no, no. We're going to tell... So, like, yeah, that was stupid because, like, what are the odds that you pick the one where it's not the helpful one? Yeah. And you just took that for gospel? Yeah, you didn't, like, be be like, we need to read both and, like, make sure they match up. Well, Brennan (laughs) wouldn't give it to her. For a while like he like oh. kept it or something so maybe that kind of goes back to your suspicions i don't know the him. whole thing the whole thing just didn't seem well planned out and, and we still don't know i hate to say it's becoming a pattern throughout this book but maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised maybe anyway also the battle at the end was very anticlimactic yeah and then uh lilith soringale was like I'll die for my children. I love them so much. Goodbye. I know. It's like, yeah, we got 150 Venom on the front lines here. Anyway, here's us <laughs> at the wards. Like, what's happening on the front lines right yeah, now? Can I get a play by dying? People are dying. What can I get a play-by-play of what's currently happening on the front lines? Because it seems like Zayden's the only man up there right now. And he I is can tell you what. not having a good time. I bet I bet there are lots of dead people at this point, but they're just not like the, the characters it's we know like, their names. Yeah. Like we're all working really hard getting these wards back up. No one got through? Nope. Okay, sure. They're good. They're good. Hey, that's what the writer's been training for, you know? I guess. <laughs> they like, held their own i tell you who it that's a lot of venom and it's so funny because like not funny but interesting because when uh violet and all of them in the first book you know got ambushed by the venom like she was like holy fucking shit we are out matched but then at the end of iron flame they're like like we no, we can take em. hold the line we got it we have daggers. <laughs> we got daggers. We can throw some daggers. Like, oh, okay, sure. But we do have a lot of theories. We have some pretty good theories, too. And stuff that I am genuinely excited to see if it will happen. Yeah, I'm excited because I feel like there is still so much potential. Like, I know we've been a little negative, but let's kind of flip it around and be helpful yeah. for a little bit. I like this. Okay, so King Tari... Until I read about this man, I refuse to believe he's even real. How do we even know, you know, besides yeah. his son? Like, they talk a lot about this king. Where is he? 
Yeah, I know. What's he doing? Violet sees him for like one second at that um, celebration. Yeah. Like he's in cahoots, obviously, with the Venom. Yeah, like something has to be going on. And it's like, okay, so maybe General Soren Gale knew that and was like trying to infiltrate like from her position, but just didn't have the time to do it. I still don't. It's all coming from the top here. Yeah, it has to be because like. Especially with the fact that there are venom within the yeah. wards. There like there they has just, to be an inside job going they on. They just here. allowed that to happen. Yeah, no. So it starts with King Tari. I don't know how, but it does. And he's yeah. probably a venom for all we know. Maybe I he's think, one of the generals. Who's to say? Yeah. Or, you know, with Varish, because Varish didn't have like any necessarily like indicators physically yeah. to say that he was venom. Maybe Maybe there is a different, like, kind of... Maybe there are some Venom that don't have, like, the red maybe. eyes or something. And maybe that's why... Or, or, I mean, maybe they're just regular humans and they're in cahoots with And them. they're just... Yeah, they're in cahoots. Who knows? Um, so we'll circle back to that when we find out more. But they're guilty until proven innocent. So, okay. So I want to circle back to Lilith really quick. So based off of the last words that Lilith says, um, she says, I'll see you soon, my love. My theory is that perhaps she is talking about Violet's dad because he's he has passed from this world. Mm-hmm. But what if she's talking about Malik? Because that is where their souls go when they die. And so she's going to be like reunited with Malik because I have also seen some theories that Violet is Malik's daughter. Which would give her the ability to see Liam. Or Malik's trying to protect her and he sent Liam, like, as a way to, like, protect her mind, basically, from, oh my I don't god! Know. Oh so, my god! Like, that's one, like, just theory I have. Um, but also, it's like, like, Malik's mentioned a lot and she's like, Malik, what do you want my soul? Blah, blah, blah. Malik's brought up a lot. Yes, he is. And he yes. is like the From main the god. the beginning of Fourth Wing even. The main god that we talk about with the cadets because their souls are commended to Malik and yes. whatever. Yes. And so, yeah, obviously I think he is very important here. If the gods are going to come back, he is going to be one that we do get to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, maybe her, I, she has a second signet. She has to. And it could, uh, her second signet could be related to the like being a daughter of malik maybe she'll be able to like command the dead or communicate with the dead or resurrect or something i don't know because we don't know what signet she gets from andarna because the first one like andarna's had to do with time right and so maybe like yes i don't i don't know I'm yeah. not sure how it connects, but mm-hmm. anyway, I do think she's somehow in connection with Malik. And so I've always said, like, I don't think Violet is, is a, like, the, her dad's not the same as Brennan and Mira's. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's, like, a really big age difference. And, like, maybe, like, the, her, their dad did raise her, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily, I don't know if that is her father. Her father, yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Love that so much. But um, that could also be why, like, I think maybe Brennan knows. Like, maybe he knows that Violet isn't. He's and, like, that's why he's secrets. so mad at Lilith. Yeah. He's keeping some fucking secrets. But then on the other token, 
if Violet does have the same dad as the other two. Maybe he is Venon or they were attacked by Venon or something like that. Like obviously her having gray dead hair or whatever, like that could be from Malik because he is the god of death. Or it's because like her mom was like drained or something while she was pregnant with Violet. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like whenever Dane starts to be drained by the Venon, like his skin turns like gray. Yeah. And kind of like takes the color and life out of it. Yeah. Also, I mean, it would really make sense if she was, like, by heritage, if she was part Venon, because the Venon really want her. They are taking yes. a massive interest in her, and it's not, it's not for no reason. Like, she, she could She's be, having like, dreams of them. heir to them, basically. Like, she could yes. be, like, their, like, crown princess, basically, of the Venon. Well, and, like, multiple times in this book, it kept saying, like, the earth was calling to her. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime she get worked up or agitated, like, when they were in the torture chamber, like, she felt, like, magic rushing up to meet her from the earth. And then again, whenever they were in the cave, she would be like, oh. it would be so easy for me to pull this, like, it's from like the ground. It's, like, calling to her. It's, like, yes. begging her to do it. And so I'm wondering if it's because she has some relation to them. And then sort of, like, related to, like, what I was saying with, like, her being royalty is, like, there are definitely lots of insinuations that yeah. Violet will one day be a queen. First of all, Zayden putting her on his throne, which that happens to be one of the smut scenes. That was a great scene. Again, like, like very pivotal to the story and symbolic, and I loved it. Um, he calls her his queen, and also the imagery that you brought up last episode with Fourth Wing is that she wears her hair in a braided crown, basically. Yeah, uh, all the time. I don't know. I'm still trying to hash out the six and one prophecy mm-hmm. here. When I, I was I reading think- it, which it it obviously I think it actually is referring to Andarna is something. I else. also agree. Yeah. Um, but when I first was reading it, I was like, oh, is the one like a wyvern? Like, yeah, that's not, I mean, that's not it because they used Andarna, not a wyvern. So, but it's like, what is she? Is she not like a dragon? Like, she's obviously a dragon, but is she not like she is a dragon? But I think like whatever she is is so special that she is also other. But I don't, I don't know what yet. She's descended directly from the god realm somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know. The six in one prophecy haunts my nightmares. Um, we're yeah, gonna we talk about Andarna later. Okay, so really quick, I would like to read the prologue. So it's like the beginning message, of, like that we get at the beginning of the books from the scribes, and um, because I think this kind of foreshadows maybe what'll happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the very beginning of the book, it says the following text has been faithfully transcribed. From Navarian into the modern language by Jacinia Nealwort, curator of the Scribe Quadrant at Basquiat War College. All events are true and names have been preserved to honor the courage of those fallen. May their souls be commended to Malik. So, like, do they all die? <laughs> Except all for Jacinia, obviously. One. She becomes the curator and she lives forever. Maybe. Um, like, I don't know. I don't trust anything. Because the way she writes that, like... Makes it sound like they're all dead. Honestly, I like they all did not make it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at it. Like after all, we've been saying since the fourth wing episode, kill Zayden. Don't be afraid. 
kill him. And if it means killing everyone else, oh, so be it. Oh, well. Uh, I also got to say, I saw a really funny TikTok related to that because it's like, oh, yes, these are true events that like Jacinia is written as a scribe. And that's how Rebecca frames the book. And yet it also heavily details Violet and Zayden's sexual relationship, <laughs> which is just wild. <laughs> it's just Jacinia's fanfics. Yeah. Um so I do think that's a little silly sounding, especially because the book is so clearly written from Violet's perspective. It's like we literally get her internal thoughts and so like, the fact it's that just not Senia written as a book. It, yeah, so I think that's kind of dumb. A, like it's a like little a little bit. sloppy. <laughs> um, but that's okay. It's it's a little funny. Also, next thing on our list here is Rhiannon is Probably actually Queen Amari, Queen of the Gods. Yeah. Because at the very beginning of Fourth Wing, Violet says she looks like Amari. And again, in Arisha, she was likened to her once more. So that in itself is like kind of enough to like hint to us. But not only that, but she knows the stories about the venom. She knows the the fairy tales that Violet's yeah. familiar with. But we learn that that book is not in existence. Right. That book has been, Violet has the only copy because it's been wiped from the history. So it's like, oh, so why does Rhiannon? And she's like, oh, I knew this because of my small, like, border town. And it's like, hmm. no. If anyone is not going to know about it, it would be a small little town. You know what I mean? But the only thing that I can think of that theory kind of falling through the cracks here is that she does have a twin sister. What if Amari is twins? Maybe. Amari, I don't know, but I do think... I just think Rhiannon's, like, more than what we think she is. Yeah. Like, why else would she know these stories? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she, like we said, she is a ride or die, but Violet's not always, like, the best friend to her in return. Yeah. So, like, why else does she care so much about Violet? I'm Maybe not she has. Like, she has ulterior motives, necessarily, but it's, like, it's interesting that Maybe she, she cares so Maybe she has a stake in her, her survival. Yeah. Because from the get-go... It's like she's kind of just placed there with Violet. Yeah. Like she's with her on the way up All to the, the time. carpet. She's she's there from the beginning. Yeah. And Rhiannon, from what we know, she's always wanted to be a writer, but she would understand the culture of the writer's quadrant that you shouldn't really make friendships. But immediately she tries to form one with Violet. So right. it's like And like she's very protective like of all the rest of her like squad she's like no we're making it to graduation yes. and like blah, blah. so yeah, i don't know yeah yeah it's I very interesting i'm gonna keep an eye on her love yeah. her very much i also think something to keep an eye on too is the development with zayden's mom also i really still want to know more about his dad in the rebellion we didn't get any of that yeah um, not at all but something in particular i thought was interesting was like the whole story about zayden's mom and how basically like they had a contract that as soon as she gave his dad an heir, like, she could dip. And she mm -hmm. did. And so it's like, who was his mom? Where did uh, she go? I think she's going to be really important. She had to have been powerful in some way for them to request yes. that contract to be made in the first place. And I also say this because, like, Violet and Zayden both were having dreams of the Venom. And yes. we only got it from Violet's point of view. But at the very end, from Zayden's perspective, he was like, 
this is the one that has been visiting me in my dreams. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're both chosen ones. Okay. And I'm wondering, like, do you think they're being told the same things or do you think one is being told one thing and the other is being told another? The vibe that I immediately got the way I interpret it is that they were being told the same thing and just didn't realize it because they won't fucking talk to each other. Then I'm wondering, do you think somehow one of them was viewing the other person's dream? Because do you remember how, like, Zayden, like, showed Violet, like, what he was thinking that one time? So I'm wondering if Violet is seeing, like, Zayden's dream somehow. I don't know. Because they both feel like it's meant for them. Because the Venom at the very end, like, they wanted Zayden. Yeah. Like, they wanted Zayden to come with them. So maybe it's really not... Because they kept saying he had plans for him. Maybe she's not the target. Or maybe they're both individually targets. I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't know. What if, like, the Venom have, like, some kind of prophecy and and Violet and Zayden are meant to, like, rule together? But I think somehow his mom ties into this. Yes, I think, like, his mom would be a piece to the puzzle. And same with Violet's dad. Like, we need more. I, I, for a second, like, I just had, like, a horrible thought. I was like, what if they're related? Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Sorry, I take it back. I take it back. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) That really is horrible. I hate that. Um, Anyway. It's okay. It's not true. Um... So, yeah, we have a couple discussion questions as well. So we'll just kind of, like, throw some some questions out there. Sit tight with us. We're almost done. <laughs> I know. that Like, this has to have been a very long-winded episode, I'm assuming. Um. So question one. Rebecca has said in an interview that she's already given hints as to what Violet's second signet is and mm-hmm. that you can figure it out based off of what she's already written. Mm-hmm. Uh, a- Again, sometimes I feel like maybe I've never actually read a book in my life. Um, so what do you <laughs> your thoughts on what it could be? Because I don't know. I will say, like, I want to preface this with, I also, like, before we discuss any of this, I would have no clue. It's not like I've been like, oh, I, yeah, I know the answer. But now after discussing, I think, like, at one point we did mention, what if she'll be able to communicate with the dead or like somehow raise the dead or command them i think that is potentially uh an avenue that her signet could go down mm-hmm. other than that i I'm do also briefly remember in the book it mentioned like distance wielders and she's like mm-hmm. are you a distance wielder because there you haven't seen one of those in centuries yeah like no i'm not and so i'm like oh maybe she is yeah because he wouldn't just throw that in there for no reason right like, somebody's like, gonna what be a, a weird thing wielder. to bring up here so that's another good one but i think what else like... it could be i mean it could be anything i like i i just don't know but i really like both of the the theories that we just kind of threw out there i'd be satisfied with those yeah yeah, I kind of forgot, like, she got a second one. But also, like, I don't think we fully grasped, like, her actual first signet yet because we thought it was lightning. But that one dude was like, no, that's just how it manifests for you because it's easiest. He's like, what you have is just pure energy. And yeah. so I think she can mold that into kind of whatever she wants it to be. Which is kind of a little bit of a cop-out, in my opinion. Yeah. Because 
so far the only way she's manifested it is lightning so i'm right. just kind of like mm, that's interesting whatever i mean i'm not the author um so just another little discussion question what do you think the reason is that andarna's specific species doesn't exist anymore besides her like what happened i think like maybe they were just like too powerful and they got like and they were killed or like are they so powerful that they're just rare because like the universe kind of like puts things in balance you know well because so like the venom disappeared like five it was like what like 500 years ago whatever Mm -hmm. and that was around the time and darna's egg was laid and she chilled for 500 years yeah until violet came of age and so it's like I think obviously like they're going to use Andarna somehow to kill the Venon. And mm-hmm. so maybe the Venon found a way to kill off her species specifically. Yeah. Interesting. That could make sense. Cause like that, you know, if that's like what makes her special is like she alone is able to easily slaughter Venon. I also think, cause like earlier you we were talking about like Violet's dad or whatever. So whether or not this is Violet's biological father, the father that she knew as her father, I think he knew what Andarna was. And I think that he knew that Andarna was somehow waiting for Violet. Um, But I don't know how much of that he revealed to Lilith. I think maybe he was keeping secrets as well. Yeah, because I don't think Lilith would have kept, let Violet keep that book if she had known. Yeah, because she'd probably see it as too dangerous. But it seems right. like he was trying to warn Violet as much as he could. But it, it seems that he wasn't able to just outright, like, explain He had to, her to what have been murdered. On. Yeah, for what he knew. Yeah, he had to have been killed. There's no other way around yeah. that. I'm not suspicious of Lilith anymore, though. I I do think like she actually. I do think really she did loved love him. him. Yeah, I don't think she murdered him, but I do think it's possible he was killed for his knowledge, maybe by Markham. Maybe. Yeah. He's poisoned. Could be. I don't know, but yeah, stay tuned. As soon as book three information is dropped, we will freaking <laughs> be updating you guys. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot we want to know, so. We'll be tearing through that when it comes out. But join us next week. We are going to have a little mini-sode where we discuss the books that we read and loved in our youth and really kind of shaped us as readers. Yeah, formed us in society. Yeah, formed us, made us who we are today and also determined kind of our reading preferences. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, And then the week after, we're going to be discussing Sanctuary of the Shadow by our good friend Aurora Asher. Um, You may have listened to our episode where we did an awesome interview with her. We are so, so excited. Her book actually dropped on the 9th, so it is available for everyone to you know listen and download or read whatever you want to do yeah the um paper or hardback copy that is out right now is beautiful it's got sprayed edges Uh, i mean the cover is gorgeous and you know we do judge books by their cover so you can admit it it would look beautiful on your shelf you should get it you should buy it (laughs) and the story is also beautiful so good yeah so 
go ahead, get reading on that. We'll talk to you next time. And as always, let's get lit.